It's me, Sean Caprine. Welcome to episode 126 of We the Gamer Cast, the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com. And it comes to you on iTunes, Google Play, and Mother Loving YouTube every single Monday. Thank you for subscribing. And when you're on the video with that thumbs up, it helps a lot. Leave a little comment, leave reviews, everything you guys do. Thank you so much for being here and listening and being on the little Luke Lord journey. As he says, I refer to that a little later on in the chat with Brandon Wilson. But guys, of course, as always, I'm getting way ahead of myself. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I hang out with uh, Sweet Hangs. What the heck? I don't even know what is going on. Every week I have Sweet Hangs with a stranger from the internet. And we talk about video games. And if you want to be on the show, just tweet at me. I'm uh, Sean Connery. This is the worst intro I've ever done. I'm Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants, trying really hard to not look at the script the whole time. Like it's in here. I know it. I've done it 126 times before, probably even more than that, actually, because there's sometimes where I record and I lose it. Anyway, how are you? I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you're having an amazing day, whatever day it is. This comes on Monday, but sometimes you don't, you don't listen to that. So that's okay. Whatever day it is, if you're raking leaves because it's warm where you are, That'd be nice. It's slippery as hell where I am. Uh, but otherwise, enjoying this nice little kind of a lull. I don't even want to be disres- I know games are coming out and, and I don't want to be disrespectful or dismissive of anything that's coming out, but I have been trying to catch up on some old games, finding things that are just fitting my, my style and what I'm feeling right now. But, uh, before I get into what I'm playing, I would be totally remiss if I didn't thank everybody at patreon.com slash make us better. We've been doing that for a little while. It's the reason what we're on YouTube. It's the reason that we have returning guests. We will continue to push. Maybe one day if we reach a level, I think it's $300 a month. We'll do when the returning guests come back, we'll do a live episode. So we'll do a live stream of, of We the Gamer Cast. So thank you everybody for supporting so far. And if you've, if you've thought about it, you just go to patreon.com slash make us better. Maybe become a, a producer or even an executive producer like our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, our gold executive producer, Mr. Quest for Pixels himself, Sheldon Benedict, and our all of our gentlemen executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Mike Drummy, or David Lacey. Is that a Jason Lacey thing, David? Like, I, I could literally just, like, I'm chatting with you on, on Twitter right now. I could just ask you, but I'll just do this to everybody. Mike Drummy, Brendan Myers, Aaron Doherty, Martini Jean, and Kieran Smith. Thank you guys so, so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, remember, before we go any further, there's a free game for you guys in the show notes or on the YouTube notes or wherever. It's there. So you guys just could, you can go grab it. So thank you for listening. It's my gift to you for whoever, whoever wants that. And maybe we will be giving away more stuff. I, I have some requests out. Hopefully I just want to give you guys things. Just thank you so much for being here. If you were here last week, of course, you remember Gary Gray. What a great episode. One of those, I, I probably say this too often, but I wanted to have Gary on for a long, Gary has supported this show and everything Bobby and I have been doing for a very, very long time. And it was nice to have him on. But the everything sort of like lined up. The project that he is working on, he showed me afterwards, is amazing. I can't wait to share that with you guys. And it'll be in close proximity to when he was on the show. Also, if you head over to YouTube and look up the Topic Nintendo, I was on it. I did an episode with him, Topic Nintendo. And they're sitting around like 93 or 94 subscribers. So if you guys could go on over there, just open it. If you're on YouTube right now, just go on and open a tab. Just just head on over. Topic Nintendo, you'll find them. Get those guys up to 100 subscribers so they can at least 
get the uh, the custom URL. So let's let's help them out there. Thank you, Gary, for last week. That was amazing. Speaking of YouTube, I may catch a little flack for this, but um, do 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 we think that maybe we're maybe overreacting just a little bit to this to this change that they're that they're making? I know I'm not talking about the monetization or demonetization or whatever. I still think that there are problems with that. But what I'm talking about specifically is this this issue that you have to reach a thousand subscribers to be monetized. I I don't disagree with that actually. And I used this example on Twitter and I actually had a really a really good conversation with a, a couple of people using this analogy where let's say you have 5 let's say you if you ran YouTube and you have $5 that you can then distribute to to creators. Would you rather give 1 1 millionth of f- that $5 to a million people? So you're getting point zero 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 five dollars uh, for for having content, or would you rather give that five dollars to one person and let that and that actually make an impact with the five dollars? Because they're still spending five dollars to encourage content creation, but what is actually incentivizing more content creation? Is it that point zero 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 zero? Is that doing anything for anybody? And I'm totally open to this. If you guys want to leave a comment below, please do. Somebody please enlighten me. Anybody who is in that sub 1000 or even in the sub 100, what is the amount of money that people are making when you have that few subscribers that, that now that they've taken it away, what is the difference in your experience now? I just, aside from the feeling, aside from it feeling from you getting kicked in the nuts and the, the wind taken out of your sails, I get that. But the real money that's being taken away, I, I just, I actually don't know because my assumption is that it's very little and that it actually, that, that one, one millionth of a $5 bill is actually not too far off. But if somebody could maybe clarify that for me, I think that would help to round out this discussion. I don't disagree. You, you, you're allowed to be upset, but let's talk about the whole thing. So that's all I just wanted to say about that. And, and as somebody like we, the nerdy has like maybe a hundred subscribers. So monetization has really never crossed. Like I don't put ads in front of anything. Cause even if we did get enough views, like there's just, there's just not enough there. So please just wanted to put that out there. Um, quick update, whether you are asking for this or not. Uh, I've had three, three whole therapy sessions. I've been going every two weeks since, um, since December feeling, Feeling better, not in the clear for sure. And I've almost tricked myself already and thinking like, oh, I'm good. It was just December. There's still, there's still some, some stressors that happen that kind of bring me down a little bit. So I just need to, I'm working on it. And some of the things that I've been doing actively is, is a walk, walk the dogs. That, that's a good thing is actually getting outside and, and eat and eating properly, uh, eating much better in January than it was in December. That's another thing. And then every single day, Maybe you guys try this too. I've been just writing down three things that I'm, I'm grateful for. Think three things I'm, I'm thankful for either people or like I've had things like I'm grateful for my commute because I, my commute to work is not as bad as, as some other people. So I'm, I'm grateful that I've got really not much traffic to deal with. And anybody who listens to the Xbox drive knows that that's the case because you would hear it. That's for sure. Um, so I'm writing down things that I'm grateful for every single day. And I'm also writing down three things that I hope happen for other people. And this might sound like airy fairy or whatever, but honestly, it just helps put my mind like to hope something good for somebody else 
helps me. So it's this super selfish thing. And, and for some people, it may be offering prayers if, and for whatever. It's just wanting something good for something else actually is helping my own mental stability and my own mental health for sure. And, and I am finding that as some, some of the triggers that would, that, uh, or some of the encounters that I would be having that, that in the last little while have sort of been setting me off a little bit. I feel like I've got a little bit more energy. I've got a little bit more positive momentum going into some of these negative situations. And that is definitely helping me. So I just wanted to let you guys let you know that. I know a lot of people have, have opened up to me as well since, since I've been kind of talking about this too. So I really appreciate hearing everything from everybody and we can, we can work through this together, guys. And so I wanted to just quickly share some of the things that are helping, helping me get through and getting on to the next episode. Every, like, let's, let's keep making the show. Let's, let's keep doing this together, guys. So that's, uh, so that's that. Before we get into my chat, with Brandon Wilson from Pixel Pulse Radio, I wanted to do a quick recommendation, as they do on Pixel Pulse. Uh, um, I have been listening to a sh- new show that is on the OK Beast Network. It's called The Greatest Game, and it is absolutely incredible. It's a three-part series. They do these limited run series. So if you guys, um, if you're afraid of commitment, this is an easy one. This is probably the smartest gaming podcast that is on the internet. You should definitely check it out. It just sort of like reframes I'll put it this way. You've never heard anybody talk about games in this way. Uh, and I, and I'm dodging around saying the names because I know Chase Williams, but I don't remember the other guy's name, but he works at NASA and it's just this incredible new take on video games. You can definitely check it out. The greatest game, part of just the ongoing onslaught of quality stuff coming out of the OKB's OK camp. So congratulations to you guys for that. And if you guys like, um, they're, the first episode was an hour. I'm moving on to the second one now. I'm almost certain that it's in around there. So this isn't a huge amount of content you need to get through, but it's dense. It will stretch your brain muscles. So you guys should definitely go check that out. Um, what else? Oh, another video too to check out is Toby Thornton. He's, um, you can find him. He's a married man gaming. Uh, gosh, he did a video of when I was describing my chicken dinner win on the gaming gurus last week and he didn't care. He's so in the video, it's uh, me on the right, Bobby on the left and Toby's in the middle. And I'm going on and on blabbing on like I do about this chicken dinner that I want. And he just doesn't care. You need to go check that out. It is amazing. And, um, that, that's, that's kind of it for, for this week. I've been playing the vanishing of Ethan Carter, which I might be on. I'm an hour in. It is much bigger than I thought. This is actually ties in with one of Alex Van Aken's recent YouTube videos on the walking simulator. Uh, I thought I saw everything I needed to see out of that, that genre. And all of a sudden this is blasting it wide open again. I'm no longer closing the door on this, but I'm going on far too long guys. Why don't we get into my chat with Brandon Wilson? You know him from pixel pulse radio. He is at digital underscore visions on Twitter. So please give him a follow. Why don't we get right into it? Here he is, Brandon Wilson. First try. I just had a bit of a freak out moment because I thought I would come down and start to get prepared and make sure that I'm not late and nothing was working. So my none of the cameras were flickering on, OBS wasn't recording, nothing was working. And I'm like, okay, you know what? No problem. Probably just a restart. That fixes everything. Just restart the whole computer, and um, then it wouldn't it wouldn't boot. So it was just sitting there, like uh, 
at the press delete to enter your bio settings. I'm like, this is great. I've already messed up the time zones and now my computer is, is not working. And I did the, I let it go. I'm like, I, if I, if I power down, I could destroy the whole damn thing. <laughs> and, but I was running out of time. I'm like, they gotta get this thing going. So I hit the power button and then fired it back up and it, it turned on differently. It did like a couple extra screens. <clears throat> When you when you have a computer for so long, you know exactly like every every beat it hits before finally. Yeah, like up. that's not right. Yeah, it was still it was like going from one monitor to the next. I'm like, oh no, I was about to get my laptop out. We'll have a just an audio version at the very least, maybe even my phone. It was about to get very very bare bones, but luckily pulled it out, man. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, we um like I said, we had um. We had the basketball game for my youngest one this morning, and that uh, was a little stressful. But uh, you know, was it? It is what it is. How come? Just getting everybody ready. No, it's you know, um, I don't know. I think I think some people just go a little crazy when when uh, children's sports are involved. Oh, <laughs> let's get into it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so, there are, there are parents. some people that think that the NBA is going to call at any moment. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're, they may be right beside you. You never know. Like they don't wear T-shirts that say NBA. They could be right. they, they could be scouts right there. Yeah. Ugh. So like yelling at the ref or yelling at coaches. We used to have parents yelling at everybody, oh, anybody man. that'll listen. Is that like pretty usual? And is it your is it your team? Or is um, it 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 it, it varies. Uh, it all depends on the week, and it it, it could even be <laughs> it could even be my family at, at some point. But, um, yeah, we try to keep it toned down, uh, especially for the for the little kids' teams. Mm-hmm. But yeah, is it competitive it, at it, least? Though, like, is it like does it at least somewhat warrant any sort of aggression, or is it still kind of like? Not really. I mean, yeah. this. Um, <laughs> I mean, my youngest is playing in like a in like a church league. Yeah. So uh, there's a w- really wide range of of uh, uh, talent levels. Mm-hmm. So there's kids that are really good, and then there's kids that their their parents want them to play something. So they just you know rolled the dice and came up with uh, with it'll be, basketball. It'll be basketball this season. Maybe it'll be tennis next year or whatever or something. Right. From, from season yeah. Season. So there's a really wide range of of, uh, of skill levels, and and some some parents literally think that that you know uh, a scout from a NBA team's going to call at any second. So uh, hang on, the tenu- game you were at was was a church league. Like this game was was church league yeah. game, and and yeah. people are like, is that a what does the Bible have to say about church league? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure that it would be frowned upon to be uh, <laughs> to be screaming at a ten year old's basketball game. Holy! So who won? Yeah. Who won? Uh, the other team won by uh, by a fair amount. We, we kept it pretty close until the until the end, and then it mm-hmm. it just kind of fell apart. But and is it kind of like once per week kind of thing? I remember when I played soccer as a kid, like. Saturdays were the day, man. I like yeah, I waited all Saturday week. Thing. Oh yeah. man, that is just that's so special. I just love that. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah. So what about? I wanted to. The first thing that came to mind when you mentioned that a bunch of parents are screaming. I I, I have this theory that like we we sort of expect adults to always know better. They should be wiser. They've got experience. And almost I think like we're just 
like bigger versions of the idiot kids we were when we were playing sports we just have like jobs and cars now like we have more ability to exploit how how much of an asshole sometimes we can be. <laughs> like what is it's i guess what we need is like a parent for the parents but like i don't know we we need something to to guide us along those those moments where we start to get a little outside of our mind yeah i i think um I, I, I do think that people should exercise a filter a little bit more often. Like, yeah. um, let, let's consider, consider the audience. Okay. Like <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're dealing with parents and you're dealing with 10 year olds. So n- neither, neither, um, adult parents or 10 year olds should be having to listen to somebody screaming over a, a, a basketball game. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I think that some, some people just don't have the ability to filter maybe sometimes. Maybe part of it is, though, like sometimes it's not even the thing that you're yelling at that's really upsetting. Maybe it is like it's a stressful. That's why I kind of asked, like, what was the stressful that's part? That's very valid. I, I think like getting kids to their sports. Holy crap. Like, I'd yeah. rather play games. Hi. That would yeah. be like games sound like a way, way more fun because yeah. the the kid doesn't really acknowledge that there's a timeline here and that like you need to do this, this and this in order to get there on time. They'll just like you're driving. You'll take care of you'll take care of that. So I can only imagine like, I, I want to like I want to pull back a little on the whole all adults are assholes a little bit. Um, right. Most 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 can be many can be. Um, but yeah, a little benefit of the doubt. That's not a that's not an easy day. That's not an easy day for parents as well. So. Anyway, well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we could figure this out. I'm sorry about messing up uh, time zones. And even as I say that, somebody out there is listening like, yeah, you did that to me too. So I'm, it's not the first time and it probably won't be the last time, sadly. I would not worry about that at all. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, I this is something I've wanted to, I've wanted to have you on for a very long time. Um, I'm a recent, probably more recent listener to Pixel Pulse Radio. And of course, I've had Alex on. And just before this, I was watching his... Uh, his video on what remains of Edith Finch. And I just, maybe we can, maybe we'll just talk about Alex for a little bit to start here. Like, you know, I know you have, I know you have other kids and I want to learn about them as well too. Um, But like, he's, I feel like he's really just kind of like hitting his stride. And I just wanted to know, I don't get, this is a rare occurrence for me to have somebody on the show who is a parent of another guest or a parent of, of a friend of mine. Like, what is it, what is it like for you to just, watch him learn these skills and put himself out there and just kind of hit his stride in terms of what he's putting out there with OKBs and Pixel Pulse radio. I I'm, I'm incredibly proud of, of Alex in general. Um, he, he is very good about applying himself. Uh, he has a, he has a super work ethic. So he's going to, he's going to work through whatever he's got in mind. He's going to work through it until it's complete. Um, so yeah, I what I like about the videos and what I like about his part of OK Beast is that you know he gets to see some of that work come back. Mm-hmm. So like up you know there's always that there's always that instance where you're putting something out into the world and you don't really know how people are reacting to it. Right. But in, in this instance people are people are reacting to it and people are letting him know that he's doing really good work and mm-hmm. and I'm just really glad that he's able to see you know, kind of what myself and his dad and his mom have all been telling him this whole time that, that, um, he does good work and he, mm. and he, he deserves everything that he's getting for it's, sure. It's nice too, that, you know, when you say that at the beginning, 
I think a natural response is, well, you have to say that. Like, of course, like you wouldn't tell me otherwise, or at least I think a lot of kids would think that, and and they don't consider the kids who actually are in those unfortunate situations where the parents are harping them all the time. But like, it never seems genuine. So I think that that part that you mentioned, where it's other people mentioning that he is doing a good job, you go like, see, right. we were saying that from the beginning. We weren't just being, you know overly praising of you so that's that's nice it all kind of like comes full circle and i the one thing that i noticed about you guys right off the start right when i first started listening to pixel pulse radio was just how how close you guys are and i wonder like i asked alex about this as well when he was on the show and i i always i wonder how is the show a result of the closeness or is it something that has brought you together maybe a little bit of both well, I mean, when when he and Kayla moved to Colorado, um, it was just kind of an idea that we put together because we knew we knew ultimately that we were we were still going to be you know chatting on the phone about games and what are you mm. playing and how's this going and were you guys and talking so on the phone a lot before too? Like were you guys just always communicating? I mean, we we do a lot of text. Yeah, um, I, I'm. I'm really not much of a telephone. Me person. neither. That's why I ask. I always wonder yeah. like who's who's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I I text has always been easier for me because if I'm I'm busy at work, then I, I telephone. I always feel like I'm obligated to answer, whereas mm. a text, I can I can you know kind of uh, take it all in and 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 come up with an answer and and get back later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as immediate, and, and people know that if they need to get in touch with me, they can call me and I'll answer but maybe um, maybe as you're re- when you return because now we do returning guests on this show we'll do that by text so from uh, now for the next yeah. like three months you and i could just text each other and then i'll just transcribe yeah. that into a i'll have like a robot read it like a hey text that works voice for me that'd be, that'd be great but there's yeah, something about I, phone that like it's like i need to set aside 20 minutes at least because like if it was any shorter it would be a text so there's that whole time yeah, and I, side I, of it. I need to do it more because I, yeah, you know my you know I, my mom is getting up in age and and so forth and and we as people like we're we're involved in in these social media channels and I honestly believe that social media has to a certain degree has made us less social mm-hmm. um and I I think I think I really desperately think that we we need more we need more one-to-one like mm-hmm. face-to-face kind of interaction and and we do miss out on that and what, um, what do you think because i want to dive into that a little bit because i totally agree i i don't really like surface level type of stuff like if if we like come together in a forum or whatever we have a chat like that that's great but like really i'm looking for something a little bit more meaningful which is so the whole spirit of of this show so but what about like uh, I worry that sometimes we even think to we respond to that notion that social media is making us less social so that we so that we do things that feel more social. But is that even is it playing into a facade? So what I mean by that is doing a podcast is an example you and I can both relate to. Do you feel like that is actually like is that a facade in terms of making things making you more social because it's a show or is that actually like you actually get best of both worlds. I'm of two minds of this thing, but I wanted to know, A, does that make sense to you? And B, if yeah. it does, and like, yeah, like, what do you, what do you think? Cause it's nice that you have that time together, but it's a show. So I don't know. I, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this concept a little bit. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think we still have an open dialogue about whatever it is that's on our mind. Yeah, and we, we do have a, um, we we do have like a, a a set form that we try to that we try to put things under. Like we have different segments of the show, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know some of that's news, some of that's what we're playing, some of that is uh, you know we usually do like weekly recommendations and um but we we still try to leave it as much of a open conversation um as possible so mm-hmm. we we really wanted to make it make it like we're having a conversation on the telephone um but give it a little bit more structure so people understand that it's a that it is a show uh, and we have certain things that we try to cover during the show, but there's some sometimes on the show when we go off on a complete tangent, or sometimes <laughs> we have a we have a um, guest. You've been on once or twice. Yeah, I know thank you've been you so once, much. But, I don't. I know you guys don't do that often, so thank you. Yeah, uh, you know we have guests, so there's there's times when guests may go off in a completely different direction. It is what it is. <laughs> we we enjoy that just as much as um, you know our regular structured shows. So mm. um, yeah, we just. Above all else, we we just continue to try to um, convey that that conversational kind of uh, tone. Well, whether you do it with like that in mind, like consciously, or you, it just sort of happens that way, like what you described is exactly the show, and it does strike that that nice balance. And the reason I asked the question is because I'm starting to kind of like in my own mind work out why, like, because I I talk to a totally different person every single week. And I like we talk for an hour and I think that the common thread is video games. I think that might be the thing that does it and that allows for conversation about really anything. And so I'm but I'm struggling like in a lot of ways lately of like like my dad calls it a blog and it drives me nuts. And I'm not sure like I I, I love that you guys have this thing that you like. Look, even if like everything else is crazy, you come together once once a week. And even if it is a show, it's still better than going weeks or weeks without really talking to each other so it's that and it it a it's that common thread of you like games you like to create content you like to podcast and it's and it's a link of conversation that creates for like it's like the when you hang out with friends then you go okay what are you doing tomorrow and then you hang out again and then you hang out again and again but if you don't see each other for a little while then it's hard to kind of like re kind of rekindle that a little bit so i just wanted to dive into your mind a little bit of that and um, on the topic of Pixel Pulse, it was Alex who came to you, right? On on that idea, yeah. And so, yep. what were you like? Where were you at in terms of podcasting? Because a lot of us who create podcasts, it's born out of an obsession. Like, were you were you listening to anything at the time? Like, had you had you discovered podcasts yet, or was this kind of your first kick at it? I, I knew about podcasts. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I listened to anything on a regular basis, really. I, mm-hmm. I knew that that Alex had started listening to, a, you know, shows on a regular basis. Um, and I would occasionally listen to one, but it, it's difficult for me because I, I, I see so many that I want to listen to or even watch. Mm-hmm. And, um, like right now, I have a huge backlog. I, I, <laughs> and I'm not just saying this, but I, I actually went through and, and listened to several of the um, We the Gamer Cast 
uh, this morning just so I could kind of get caught up. I mm-hmm. watched the uh, the one with NATO. NATO's cool guy. Oh, NATO's uh, awesome, man! I love that. Thanks. Yeah, and I love the the uh, the Mega Dads guys. You had Adam mm-hmm. Adam uh, Leonard on recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I love those guys too. So I, that's that's my biggest thing with podcasts. Is I, I there's so many mm-hmm. and there's so many different types. Like I I love game podcasts, but at the same time, there's so many other really cool podcasts out there. Uh, about all sorts of different things so Mm -hmm. um i just get this humongous pile and and eventually i have to get caught up but yeah i you know i had considered um i considered listening to podcasts more and uh alex and i were actually out of town together um we were in in maryland and unfortunately his his uh grandfather my my um my father-in-law had passed Mm -hmm. away yeah um so we were um we were at a uh, it's kind of like a vacation rental house and mm. um everybody else had gone uh somewhere else to kind of um you know everybody deals with that sort of thing differently so everybody yeah. else had gone i think to dinner or it was actually fourth of july weekend coincidentally at the same time and and I, they may have gone to fireworks or something like that but uh alex and i hung back he wasn't feeling very good and and we just started chatting mm-hmm. and um the the podcast was kind of born. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, just right out of that right out of that moment. Yeah. Man, that I love that. It's just like it's just so natural. Like that's the thing that it it, it doesn't it doesn't come off like we're going to do this and we're going to get huge and everything like that. So I'm I become a very big fan I, and I love kind of getting to we'll know you guys. That. Honestly, we're, we're like, huge fans of you too. Well, so. we can we can stop kind of just like rubbing each other's backs here and, and <laughs> just circle jerking a little bit um hey i told you i told you recently i i call them as i see them so yeah i, wouldn't I appreciate say that, that. you know i know i i i pre- i do appreciate it. i just get weird around compliments so i i just kind of get a little stubbly and then it's i just good. try to work on to uh the next topic which i want to talk about which is your beard man i want to talk about this this beard word is it like it is it is the so a your relationship with alex is something that that i envy and like and i admire and want to model after and the other thing that i don't even know if i have a hope in the world but i still admire is is the beard like this is this is as much as i get i i trim once a week and that's as much like care as my face gets but like you got the shaping and like talk to me through the the manicuring and anybody who out there who may be wanting to try this out walk well, me through the journey um i i guess i didn't have a i didn't have a whole lot of uh choice in the matter because okay. <laughs> uh my my family in general tend to be uh uh slightly more uh <laughs> more furry than others you're packing but, hairy um, men <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I uh I think I've had some sort of facial hair since I was like in 4th or 5th grade. No way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> What's wrong with little... that kid over there? He's got a mustache. <laughs> yeah. What? That kid should be in grade 8, but he failed four times. <laughs> yeah. So, I you know, were you strong um, too? Like were you bigger than the rest of the kids? Like that I feel like that doesn't happen well, on its own. You're you're advancing. I've been on uh you know to to quote the the game over Greggy guys. Um, I, I've been on team fat for, for quite a while. So, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I played, I played football when I was a kid. So I was, I was big, but I was also big because, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I ate a lot of spaghetti. So, um, <laughs> yeah, there's, <laughs> awesome. yeah. 
Um, so there's some, <laughs> yeah, there's some some actual uh, uh, actual muscle, and then there was there was a lot of spaghettios. Oh my god, um, that is amazing! Spaghettios is like the one thing like that, and like Chef Boyardee just takes you back instantly. You know, to childhood. You know, That's amazing. Actually. Um, I was more hooked and they don't even sell it anymore, but I was more hooked on Pac-Man pasta. Cause oh, I, even yeah, back then man. I was, I was, you know, video, I was a gamer back then. And, uh, and my grandmother actually gave me, she, she went to the store, got this, got this box and it was actually a, a, a box from a, from a basketball. Mm-hmm. And this was Christmas time. She, she bought like a case of Pac-Man pasta. So mm. it was probably like 30 cans of Pac-Man pasta. And um, she put them all in the box and wrapped the box. And that's what that's one of the things that I got for Christmas. Oh not, not like my grandmother just gave me pasta. But <laughs> I, I was raised by my grandparents for the most part. So Oh, really? Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's... <laughs> That's that's the type. She always made sure that we uh, that we had something to eat for sure. Mm-hmm. So that that as a, as uh, factored into it. But... Do man, my grandparents are exactly yeah. the same. Even if like you just ate, they just it keeps coming out more. How did that? I love that. Like we'll get to the beard eventually. Like I don't know. You may have noticed from listening to the shows too. Like <laughs> question and then like totally we'll go out there somewhere else. Maybe we'll yeah. come back. Who knows? I've got other things I want to talk to you about. Well, the beard is the beard is still interesting. Um, but how, how does that come about? Like I, I, we talk about Alex and I only wanted to touch on that for just a little bit because I did want to, I feel like as a, as a dad, you're probably always talking about your kids. So let's talk about you a little bit, maybe as a kid as well. Like how do, how do you end up with your grandparents, man? I feel like maybe I should be careful about asking this question too. No, I, you know, I, I, um, I, I, I'm totally open to, to that sort of thing. I, my, it, it, it's it, it is an interesting topic. Uh, my 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 dad left kind of early, mm-hmm. uh, so I, was, I guess I was about six months old. My my brother would have been about four, roughly. Yeah. Wow. Um. So my my dad left left home really early, and uh, my my mom was kind of in this mode like, um, she liked to do her own thing. Yeah. Uh. And and I love my mom, and I, I'm. You know, I, I try to do as much as I can for her uh, to make sure that she's taken care of now. But yeah. uh, my, my mom was just kind of doing her own thing, and and uh, my my grandmother wanted to make sure that we had everything that we needed. So um, the the majority of my childhood was spent um, at my at my grandparents' house, and mm-hmm. my grandmother was actually a, a cafeteria lady for um for the for the school board, and uh, so I. I actually attended the the middle school that she was cafeteria lady at. So uh, it's almost like celebrity status. Like if you can go to the cafeteria and the cafeteria lady is like your grandmother. Oh, and yeah. She's given everybody. She's given everybody like free rolls and, and the nutty buddy bars and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. It, it's almost like celebrity status. Totally. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. But uh, like, like I said, I, I uh I uh I got big in more ways than one. Yeah. Um, 
just food <laughs> so, everywhere. Like it's yeah. just unlimited. I, I've said this before. My my parents are kind of the kind of the same just in their house. Like they, they had four kids and they just never really stopped buying enough food for the four kids. So you go over there and it looks like they're preparing for like the nuclear apocalypse. Like they just have <laughs> stacks and stacks and stacks of just like yeah. canned food. There's just so many cans. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, so you have, so your, your, your grandma is work. Is it sort of like semi-retirement kind of thing? Cause she's, she's working, but like how, like, how does it work then for you at, at, for you and your brother at home in terms of like getting into sports and everything? Like, is that taken care of by your grandmother or is it, is your mom still in the picture? Well, I, my mom kind of juggled some of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, my, my grandmother worked full time all the way up until she was almost oh, was like 70. Yeah. yeah. She, wow. Uh, 70 years old. Holy cow. Yeah. And that's, she also had a incredible work ha- habit, um, mm-hmm. work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, she's the, she's the type of person where she would go to work. Like she could, she could break her leg and her leg would be hanging off and she would drag oh herself to work. <laughs> but I mean, that's the type of person that she was. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, my mom kind of, kind of bounced in, um, to, to help with sports and that sort of thing. And there was, there's short amounts of time when, when I, I stayed with my mom, but, uh, mm-hmm. my, my brother kind of bounced around a lot too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was an interesting childhood. And I, you know, I think part of that um, kind of led to, you know, me having this thought as I became a parent, uh, me having this thought that I wanted to make sure that I was that I was there. Rock you know, Yeah, man. Yeah. So um, that that's something that means a whole lot to me is to make sure that, you know, make sure that if my kids have questions or if they have something that they want to talk about, then then I'm available. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how many kids do you have in total? Like, uh, do you have your own kids or, or is it all step kids? Like how, what's the family? Tree no, we have, there? we have three. It's, it's, uh, Alex is, Alex is my step. And then mm-hmm. I have, uh, Colin is 17 mm-hmm. and Ethan is 11. And where, where are they coming from? So what's the, like, so you're in school, you're living with your grandma, you grow up at some point, you actually meet, Alex's mom then you guys go off but then you meet somebody else I'm gathering and have and have kids is that what happened no it oh, uh, you had your own kids with Alex no with like Alex yeah so okay. yeah uh <laughs> Alex's mom and I have have been away have been together for a while now but we were actually friends a long time ago yeah man uh and and we were we were friends um and I knew uh I knew Alex's dad yeah. Um, and we all hung around in the same circle of friends, uh, mm-hmm. for a long period of time. But, um, yeah, we, we lost touch for a while and then, and then actually, uh, it was, we were both on a dating site mm-hmm. and I think, I think she reached out to me and sent me a message or, or something to that effect. And she's like, this beard is just incredible. Like I just have to swipe on or whatever. I, <laughs> I, th- I think I had a, uh, I don't, there wasn't much swiping in, in, um, in dating apps back then, but yeah. I think I had a goatee back then. Okay. Yeah. It was so a short period of time where I had a goatee, but, um, yeah. it sounds, sounds like, sounds like a nineties kind of thing to do. Gotta have, yeah. gotta have a goatee. What kind of? Yeah. I, I skipped over it actually. When you're at your grandma's house growing up, like what kind of what kind of games? You kind of mentioned Pac-Man for a second there. Where did games kind of like come in for you? Because I, I wanted to talk to you about 
I feel like you have a, a different angle on games because of a different, a little bit of a different history. Like you're not always talking about the same thing that everybody else is. And I've always really appreciated that about you on, on Pixel Pulse Radio. So like, where does, where does the trajectory start in video games for you? And is it your grandma who gives you a, a console or you experience it somewhere else? Or how does that work? There's no doubt that she, <laughs> she contributed to my addiction. Nice, man. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had, um, all the way back to, I remember having Super Nintendo, um, actually regular Nintendo, hooked up to a little teeny, I think 13-inch color yeah, television in the it. kitchen of my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my buddy Jimmy and I, um, we actually worked together for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I did car audio like right out of high school. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah, he was like the shop manager and on certain days, usually mm-hmm. like weekends, uh, I would bring in my, my first generation PlayStation yeah. and we would hook it up in, in the office and, uh, we would, we would turn away all the, <laughs> turn away all the customers for that day mm-hmm. and, uh, just sit, sit back in the office and play, um, play PlayStation all day. So, oh man, I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I kind of a lot of people are looking for like these additional themes and stuff in video games. And I, and I still, I still as much as possible try to embrace games for the fun of them. I'm with so you, like man. everybody's looking for this and, and there's no doubt that there are, are deep artistic themes in a lot of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there are a lot of video games that tell amazing stories. Mm-hmm. Like the, the first one that pops in my head is that, that dragon cancer. Yep. Like, how how amazing how amazing is the, that story it's um, it is gut wrenching really yeah. and and through just like not even you're not even looking at anything like realistic either so right. it's that it's that conveying that story and those feelings through just shapes and voices right. and it's like golly yeah so yes undeniable that those are important and those are beautiful experiences but there's a but coming yeah i but I, you know, I think some <laughs> there's sometimes where you can get so deep looking for some sort of theme mm-hmm. that that you've missed the the fun. Mm-hmm. Like I I I still love just picking up a video game to forget about everything else that's mm-hmm. going on and have a good time, play with some cool people, and and just just be just yeah. <laughs> play video games. Just let the game uh, do the talking. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that are looking looking for these deep themes and sometimes they've they've uh missed the missed the forest for the trees. Do you think it's like an overcompensation thing where we're trying to go like look, video games are really important. They're really like look at all these things they could do and it's like, well, they were actually really good if you just pick up a controller and and race around at 60 frames per second and and yeah. like cuz I love I know you and I connect on on Forza is like to me criminally underplayed and totally overlooked just because everybody recognizes it's great and they go like yeah but that's not surprising it's not new but i think that gameplay is is king is the thing that that i typically say forza horizon 3 my game of the year 2016 like that's kind of where i where i come from like doom one of the best games um so i don't look for too much but at the same time like i recognize uh, alex's video again what remains of edith finch was my oh yeah i haven't forgotten that those games are great as well. It's just, I don't need that every single time. And 
I guess as time goes on, maybe even less so. I just want to like jump into a game of Rocket League and just let yeah. that game kind of like do its own thing. I don't right. remember if. And, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just I was just gonna say, and there's a lot of times like there there are games specifically for that that deep theme that everybody's mm-hmm. looking for. There there are games that are designed for that. So, um, you know that that was a good example, but um, there. I feel like a lot of times people are looking for themes in in games that that weren't really intended <laughs> really to have. Themes. Man, that reminds me um, of school of like like writing comprehension or reading comprehension, and it's like like they there was a multiple choice question after reading this paragraph of a story or something, and you go like, "What was the meaning of this?" And it's like, "Well, I didn't get any of that." <laughs> so like, I guess now I have to pick from these these four things. Yeah. That's, it totally reminds me of of those days. I don't remember. Um, because your time with the OKB game of the year kind of got cut a little bit. I don't know if it was technical issues or, or whatever. What was your vote for game of the year for 2017? That's a, that's a I'll really put you good on the question. Spot on your own, on your own. <laughs> what were some of like, what were some of the games that you like? Because well, like, well by, by and far cuphead was like one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest games for me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that was my. I feel horrible now. I had Zelda. I'm at the drawn top, a complete I blank. I, I think like anytime somebody would would slam Zelda for like the story, I, this is why that point comes up because it's like, well, that to me comes second, if not third, if not fourth. It was the fact that this game without story managed to pull me in and just like waste. Well, actually, just kind of like write off a hundred hours of, of my time. But like Next Machina was a game like that, like very arcadey type of of experience that nobody really talked about but yeah there's just there's maybe we need a couple different categories just gameplay like game games and then everything else i don't know yeah and and we we did split off several different like Mm -hmm. additional categories like uh you know uh best multiplayer experience but uh best ongoing multiplayer uh best art direction Mm -hmm. and and so forth but um cuphead to me was like one of those one of those games where just knowing um knowing all the all the work that went into it knowing mm-hmm. that they tried to duplicate as much as possible the the process that um that they created animation back in the 30s um mm-hmm. you know that type of style um to me that that's that speaks volumes yeah man um, like you cared that much about about the game that you're trying to put out and and the style and the uh, the overall look of the game that you duplicated a lot of the same techniques that, that people did back then. To me, it's um, sort of like that, reminding yeah, me that we haven't seen everything that there is to see out of the indie scene. Um, like it seems like for a little while there, it was like all walking simulators or a whole bunch of 16 bit kind of platformer kind of games. And all of a sudden this little team comes out and we can expect a lot more. It almost like they, they, they just seem to be, upgrading almost where they're just like before indies the indie scene was just so so basic and now it might kind of fill in that double a space that that we maybe used to have Um, but i don't want to dwell on that too much but i do want to talk about let's go back to kind of like your original influences so you guys had i love how you said regular nes too because it was like like super and you didn't need a uh, descriptor in front of nintendo before until the super came out you're like oh right i call that first one regular nes like what kind of what kind of stuff were you playing on a 13-inch screen, man? Um, well, I 
you know, I definitely played uh, Mario Brothers. Um, Metroid, I played a lot of. Mm, uh, Mega Man, I'm really looking forward to Mega Man 11 coming oh, out. Oh, okay. Uh, I played lots of Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What were your I, thoughts when they, when they announced that? Because it looks kind of, it looks a little different. Like, even the fact that it's 11, which is still within that same kind of, like, sequence from 1 to 10, which is the same right. sort of style. Like, they didn't have to do an X or a different bird. Like, what do you think that, like, is this okay for you? Is this blasphemous? What's going on with Mega Man 11? I I, I don't know how, how much of a call that I can really make until I, I get my hands mm-hmm. on it. I am really year? looking forward to playing it. Yeah. Um. I, I think it could be this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they've come out with a, an official date yet, but um, yeah, I, I think it could be this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I, a lot of the a lot of the video that I've seen um, looks pretty complete. Did you um, play Mighty Number no. Nine? No. Uh, well, it's almost like maybe you just should just for five minutes and then go like I'm looking forward to anything else after this because it's just you can get your hands on it for free or something like that or really cheap was it not good it's so bad and it really like and I don't know Mega Man enough to to really go it didn't do like this specific thing that Mega Man does so well or this it's just like it just wasn't fun it just seemed like it was really trying hard and I just didn't really get a sense of wanting to pick it up like I, I don't know if there's really anything more to say about it other than it was just kind of blah well and to I don't me even like that saying and yeah. i think that's another reason why i like cuphead so much is uh mega man was very much like cuphead or cuphead mm-hmm. was very much like mega man like the original mega man mm-hmm. um so if 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 it wasn't even remotely like that mm-hmm. then i I probably I mean, wouldn't in, like, like design, it either. I mean, design, I guess. Like, they're still doing the shooting and you're moving from side. Like, there are, like, visually and on the surface, it was the same. And again, I don't know, I guess, enough of it. Like, it was easier. And so in a lot of ways, it should have been a little bit more approachable. But yeah, man, like, it just, Mighty Number no. 9 was just, it's really, it's really too bad. So, and it's nice that it seems like Capcom is making a bit of a comeback here. They were, seemed to be in trouble, but they, they basically put, like, their, their life on the line where they said, here's our plan. We're going to remake some stuff because we just need money. And hopefully you guys buy it and people did. And now it seems like Resident Evil 7 is a thing. And now they can kind of go back and redo or revisit Mega Man and not so much a just here's the same game over again. So revisiting their old classics in a new way, I think, is hopefully we'll breathe some new life into Capcom. because I really want to see what happens with Atari. Oh, like yes. all of a sudden Atari's coming out. Like, I don't, I don't know what the idea was behind the speaker hat that they put out. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, they put out this Bluetooth hat with speakers in it. Uh-huh. That seems kind of random to me, uh, especially from Atari, but mm-hmm. this, this Atari box really has me intrigued. Like I, I want to see, I want to see what happens with that. Well, the problem is it's has the wood paneling and what they should have done is, is sold cardboard. So obviously they, they misread <laughs> yeah. the market. They went, yeah. <laughs> Cause like we, do we even know what it is? I keep getting emails about it saying I can pre-order it, but I'm not really sure like what it is. Like the balls on yes. Atari right now is actually kind of impressive. And I don't really know if it's intended to be like these, the, the remake consoles that Nintendo brought back out. Right. Um, yeah, the super Nintendo, the regular Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's intended to be like that or if it's something completely new and it's mm-hmm. going to do something different. Um, yeah, I, I can't see myself like 
putting putting money down on it until I really know what it's supposed to be capable of. But uh, I am really interested to see where it goes. It's because uh, Atari still has uh, Atari still has a big name. Mm-hmm. Do they like? Is it? Is it? Does it? I mean, have to me, pull for you. Yeah. Of, of course, I'm old, but yeah. um Well, I didn't want to say it, but I'm just like this is a <laughs> this is a pillar of like what why you like the games you are now. Like these are Atari is games, and that's actually a, a common thread of Capcom as well. I think is just gameplay for like silly dialogue, maybe if you're getting dialogue. It's just Atari and those. Uh, so I. I'm not surprised. I don't think it has anything to do with age. It's just like the preference of, of games that really started when games were games. So like, I'm wondering, I guess it, the question is always, who is this thing for? And it has enough intrigue for you that like, it, it seems like it's become maybe a bit of a joke in the last little bit because we don't know what it is. And like, what is Atari up to anyway? So yeah, like I wonder how many, are like you that are are looking forward to this thing without just wanting to know what it is so that they can start making fun of it (laughs) yeah i I mean i'm interested um whether it ends up being a punchline or not i i am interested to see uh what happens with it i i what would you want out of it like would it what if it was a classic type of thing is that what you'd want or something i don't think so because you know i um, and I've talked about it a little bit on Pixel Pulse, but uh, I actually um, put together one of these Pi Girl um, handheld Raspberry Pi. Right. Um, you could play emulated games and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, <laughs> I put some Atari games on this thing, and oh, it no. plays them really well. Uh-huh. But I, I recall why, why you know, why nobody's chomping at the bit to take out their atari <laughs> but you know you're not seeing instagram pictures of people hooking up their ataris on their television oh um, goodness gracious you you will still see people hooking up a, a nintendo or super nintendo or something like that but uh yeah you don't see many people hooking up a atari 2600 to their to their widescreen there's no uh, speed running that can happen it's all because it's all frame by frame stuff with the i don't know if there is any speed running in in pitfall like maybe, maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's just a perfect know. run, but I guess you could do that on any. Uh, what are those? What are those called uh, on your cell phone? Where you're just endless runners? I guess yeah. that's basically it was the original sort of sort of endless runner. What do you What do you think? Um, so Nintendo's got the Nintendo Labo coming out. Um, do you th- Do you think still they'll continue the classic line this year? Like, is N sixty four in our future? Or maybe Game Boy. Um. Do you care? Like, where's Nintendo come for you? Like, you had regular Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Is that something that that pulls at nostalgia in the same way, or like, not really? Well, I mean, you know, we even had the we had the Wii when that originally came out. You know, Alex still tells the story where uh, I was actually out of town for work, Mm -hmm. and uh, I called while I was out of town. I wanted it to be a surprise for the for the boys and. I, you know, I'm calling all around. I'm, I'm down in Virginia beach, which is, which is about two and a half hours away from where, where we live at. Um, and I'm calling all around and I managed to find one mm-hmm. and, you know, I busted over there, grabbed it and, and got home. And I still have the video of Colin who, who was probably eight at the time. So Alex and I unveiled it to Colin. <sighs> um, and yeah, his reaction was was golden. So and it was just you know, out of nowhere, like because it 
like was this around the launch time and it wasn't for a birthday or christmas or anything like that this was this was this was around launch and and uh you know i was so i was so interested to see what what nintendo was going to do with this mm. new this new thing that everybody was talking about and that was that was at the time where nobody could get one mm-hmm. like it was just a complete freak that i happened to find one yep and uh you know, I got Alex, one the exact same. I got a return. My Wii still works, and it was returned. And I just happened to be there when this lady returned. I'm like, "You are a little silly." I just put my name <laughs> on. It. I I literally took out like a post. I'm like, "Sean, bop," and put. I literally put my name on it as she was returning it. You couldn't take yeah, any Alex, chances then, man. You had to do whatever you could. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened too. So you know, I called. I called. Um, <laughs> I called my wife and and told her ahead of time, and then you know, Smart I. Move. I kind of unveiled it to Alex and he, he blew up. And then, uh, like I said, I still have the video of, of when we showed it to his brother. So did you pick yeah, up any games with it or, or just the Wii sports? I, I, I think I picked up, there was a carnival game that, um, that came out at launch and I think I picked I that up, that uh, at the same time. And remember red steel. Did you ever play red steel? I didn't. Oh, it was I, like I heard it about was a sword, it, that sword play. But I never like, did. Yeah, oh. so I I remember seeing it. Um, I I want to say that there was something else that I got around the same time, but I, I it's it's uh, slipping my mind. You know, when you get All old, you need is Wii Sport. Oh, oh, I don't remember what I did yesterday, man. <laughs> when you get old, you don't you don't remember your game of the year Ooh, selection. I know. <laughs> you don't remember what happened when you when you bought your uh, your Wii. But, um, my mind is, is ruined. Like I, I am, I am in my wife actually probably more so than me. Cause I'll, I'll be discovering things for the first time for the rest of my life because my memory is so bad. Yeah, uh, but Chelsea's in way. for a rough ride, man. My, my, my dad and my grandma, my grandma had early onset Alzheimer's. My, on my mom's side, her mom had all like, it's just, I'm screwed. There's cancer in the family. There's like mental illness. There's everything. <laughs> I just got like, I'm getting all the, uh, on the biological. You'll be the one to buck the trend though, Sean. Oh, yeah. My grandmother I'm was eating the same healthy. way. I'm trying to be, I'm trying, I don't know, but I think my mind is, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I can't even get my, my time zone straight. I'm trying to just, I'm trying to power through caffeine. I think I didn't have enough caffeine that day to get that down. And like we, I could see I was going back. I'm like, oh, how did I mess this up? And I saw exactly where I flipped. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, my mind is my mind's. That's why I got to do this show, man. Because like at some point when it goes, I've got to remind myself the journey that that I've been on this whole. There's the Luke Lore mention of journey, by the way. Apparently, I say <laughs> I say journey a lot. So I like when it people is. Call it is a journey. Lot. It is life. It's a. I don't even know. Life finds a way. Life finds it. So, so you get home with the, with the weed. This is, this is great, man. I love these kind of stories where like it's just so, even with our minds going to mush, even right before our eyes, this is something that, that is so special because like I don't really, like I brought home, I, I'm trying to remember anything that would be similar to that, particularly because we didn't really have like, con- I didn't have consoles growing up like everybody else did. So my parents were like, just go, go to neighbor Matt's house and play instead. So like we never really had that that moment. My brother and I saved up and we bought an Xbox and it was like crazy expensive. It was yet at another time where our dollar was just in the shits and it was like seven hundred dollars and we got Project Gotham Racing and mm. but it wasn't like it wasn't like a moment like that. So we didn't really have like a Christmas where we just unveiled this thing. So I I love hearing when when you have like this surprise that 
maybe is also for you a little bit too, Brandon. Like yeah. you're curious too, yeah. so you're gonna get that. Yeah, it's for the kids. But when they're in bed, I think all almost them. all of my consoles have been very spontaneous though. Like, oh really? Um, you know, I mentioned the original PlayStation earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, that was completely on a whim. Like, I I think up until that point, I was playing. 3DO. I was just going to ask you about Panasonic you 3DO? 3DO. Holy yeah. crap, man. That is amazing. Yeah, yes. So okay. I was playing a lot of that. And, oh, and, I uh, love it. What were you playing on that? That was a that was a mysterious one. That was like one <laughs> kid in my school had it. And like you had to know, am I going to be friends with you? Because I want to find out about this Panasonic. Nah, maybe it's not worth it. it oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like the 3DO. It. And I wish oh. I could find a, a solid emulator for the 3DO because mm-hmm. I, there's a couple... Like uh, I played Killing Time. That was a uh, that I was a first person. Yeah, that was a first person game. It was kind of like um, it was kind of like kind of like Doom at the time, but it was it was uh, you're going in this big uh, mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, so the majority of it takes place in the mansion and like catacombs underneath the mansion and so forth. But I I still remember um, they had little ducks. And you could shoot the ducks, ducks, oh, and no. they would splatter. <laughs> and then there was this like, um, there was a house uh, housekeeping lady, mm-hmm. and she would jump out like you're walking through the halls of of this mansion, and uh, she would jump out, and all she would say was housekeeping, <laughs> and like, <laughs> it, like it would, it it sounds so simple, man, but it would scare <laughs> the living crap out of you. Was she an enemy or like we're yeah was an, yeah it was oh, a, it was a, so it was a really big lady um ample <laughs> ample busted lady in her housekeeping outfit and and she would just like jump out of nowhere and and yell housekeeping oh my god yeah. that is amazing what kind of yeah, what I, controller like on this on the three I can't even picture it was it was kind of bulbous on both yeah. ends and. Like rounded on both ends, and I uh-huh. think it had uh, like a regular analog D-pad and four buttons. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I love it. Do you think, like, in your mind, was it was it hard done by? Was it, or or did it deserve the fate that it got? You know, I I kind of wish uh, I kind of wish it had done better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I you know I, I don't really know where the 3DO went wrong. I think. Um, you know the 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 industry was still kind of feeling out how marketing should be done for video games. Absolutely, because you know um, you know parents were unsure whether or not the kids should be playing it at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, kids kids just wanted more of it. Um, so I, I think there were times where the industry went a little too far on the edgy side for mm-hmm. marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nintendo always got that stuff right because they always presented it more of like a family experience. Um, they kind of so got I into think, like sci-fi for a little bit. Like when they started talking about you're playing with power, there was still kind of like there's yeah. lightning and stuff. And yeah, and, like, I remember dark, the glow. Purple. Yeah, dark, yeah, there's, yeah totally. Yeah. So Panasonic, uh, I just don't even think like they had like even an identity. Like the fact that it's hard to even even picture what it was. But even at that t- I remember that time well because PlayStation was coming out and I think in like, that's a stupid name. Like what is these yeah. triangles and these squares and the cross or the X? Yeah, that's it. like not that's be, that's really that's, stupid. You need yeah. a, give me my A and B buttons. Yeah, this is really. St- I love that you. I love that you had one. Did you know whatever happened to it? Like, did you? Keep I have it? no idea where that one went. Oh, I, I you hate know how that happens. 
Road Rash was another one I played Ooh, like almost yes. almost wore that disc out. Um mm-hmm. yeah, Road Rash was huge. Uh that was on that edgy side of just ultra violent, like just get on a motorcycle and beat the crap out of people as you pull up next to them with a chain and everything. Those are the things you talk about on the playground, you go no way you're not hitting somebody with a baseball bat or whatever the things you could get in that yeah like just i mean i love that game there were supposed to be there were supposed to be a new one that came out it was like Mm -hmm. road road to redemption or something like that that'd be a good virtual reality game yeah it would be it would be Um, be awesome you just see these guys like you could turn around you can kind of see them coming up behind you you're looking at all these weapons maybe you've got like this utility belt and all these things down below you grab something you're like Hit him off to the side. You'd basically be a VR street version of uh, of Mad Max. I'd play it. I, I I'd still I I still haven't really um really had the time to spend with VR yet. Uh, I haven't really had the opportunity. It'll make um, you throw up all your spaghettios, man. That's kind of the gist that that Alex mm. uh, gave me was mm. like he's tried a, a couple different headsets. I think now at this point. And uh, he said he he has not gotten used to it yet. Mm-hmm. I think it takes a fair amount of time before you actually before you actually like settle. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's your yeah. like? Are you with that in mind? Is that still kind of is that enough to kind of keep you away for a little bit? Or are you still kind of intrigued? Like I sometimes am intrigued irrationally so by things where I go like I probably won't like that. I probably can't afford it. I don't have time for it. But like somehow I still want it. Like which is kind of where I'm getting with with especially PSVR as the price starts to come down. But I, I th- probably should be smarter about stuff like that, Brendan. I don't know. Is that is, like, <laughs> it's, it like, is still expensive. Don't. It is like, that's the thing. I I think I'd rather Chelsea have an Xbox so we can both play PUBG next to each other. Instead that, of... th- we're actually, um, we're actually chomping really hard at the bit to, to uh, try to get a, uh, try to get a PS4. So mm-hmm. our house is Xbox only at this point. Oh, you're good. Um, uh, and there's yeah, and I, I mean I'm, I'm I've been happy up until this point, but there's a lot of exclusives there that I'd like to play on the PlayStation side. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, would Colin you go has pro? Been, would you go I, get a pro? Because the thing is, like the the original ones are so cheap now that it yeah. is getting to that point where if like you've been skipping out this whole time, it's kind of like what are they two hundred bucks? Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. That's that's getting to the point where I'm buying one for my parents so that they have something at their place. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure. My uh, Colin is the one that originally brought it up because he, he kind of wants one that he, like right now he's having to uh, share time between myself and, mm. and my youngest, Ethan. And and so he, he kind of wants one that he can keep in, in his room and, and, and play on his own. Um, so I, I think I think if I play my cards right, then I might be able to convince him to like <laughs> share it with good old dad. But um, yeah, man, yeah, uh, we'll have to see which direction that goes. But I, yeah, I do really want uh, a PlayStation. There's a lot that I need to catch up because I haven't played PlayStation since PS2. I didn't play PlayStation Three at all. How come? Uh, which I which I feel like is, six is really bad thing it? to say, but um, seven hundred dollar thing. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, it just came down to what what the majority of my friends were playing oh, and what what I had um, what I had the money to invest at the time and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So I I I miss that um, I miss that generation entirely. Mm-hmm. But um, there's tons of stuff that I really want to play. I can't wait to play Shadow of the Colossus again 
that was like that was like the game for me um, back on PS2. Yeah, there's there's tons of stuff that I want to play. Do you have Do you have time for for that? How, how Not really. Your, <laughs> <laughs> like how many? About how many? Were you happy with the games that you got through in 2017? Like were you able to? No. Being just on exit. No. No. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we're splitting time between three of us now, and even my wife would like to play a little bit here and there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, she. Yeah, she used to play a lot. Like we we oh, nice. um we played World of Warcraft a lot. Oh um, right, yes, yes, yes. I feel like everybody in the world's played World of Warcraft now, but uh I she, she man. used to be a force to be reckoned with in uh Halo too. I believe love it or not. It. Yeah. Like man. she uh and she was really big on melee too. So she she did stuff that I had never seen anybody else do. Like she could get up in your face and club you in your head before you even knew about it. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, she used to club people left and right, and she would make people mad. Um, <laughs> like you know, whole lobbies of people would just be pissed off at her because she she just been tearing through them. But did they, uh, did they know she was she was a she? Oh like yeah, that, she, make, make it yeah, even she, more mad kind of thing. Yeah, she would talk a fair amount of crap. So oh, I love <laughs> you know, it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I need to get a controller in her hand again. She yeah, that'd be fun. How much like so? I guess like lately, you guys haven't really been able to to do too much. Like, would you what? What's a co op game that you'd like to to get her on? Or maybe there's something that you guys do do a little land party. Um, we what we have played recently, although it's been a little while now, but um, we we did play Overcooked together. Yeah, and how'd you guys survive? Like, I feel like that, that's kind of like Not a very relationship well. tester. Oh, Not okay. Very well. yeah. Okay. It's very. <laughs> It's, it's hard, very man. Trying. It's hard as hell. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, eventually, you got your wife and your kids together, and mm-hmm. you're yelling at them because they're, they're not doing the right thing, <laughs> and and uh, eventually, you got to take a step back, and you maybe this isn't maybe this isn't the best decision. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's let's have some team building, not some like yeah. friend friendship ender type of game. Because the other thing too is like that I found was I had to stop yelling with Overcooked because I didn't know if I was yelling the right thing. Like I I was certain or I was, I was, I thought that that would be a good idea, but I didn't know. And actually Chelsea was a much better planner anyway. So, so it turned out to, we would start a level, we'd find out like what it was going to throw at you. And then she would go, okay, you do this, this, and this, and I do this. I'm like, okay, great. And then I, but then I couldn't even, really trash the plan either because i couldn't come up with anything better so but have I you played that end, game single player though i haven't actually is it, well, like, it uh, nah i haven't i don't know either and i've been i've been meaning to go back to it to try it single player to see if it's even worth playing single player like i feel like it was built to be a party type game mm-hmm. but um i've been meaning to go back and try it single player to see if it's even worth playing we have a rule uh, in I'll the kitchen where she, if she, if Chelsea is is making a meal or putting something together, nobody is allowed in the kitchen. Dogs are out. I'm out. Everybody's out. But every so often, I'll I just want to get a drink or just a little, maybe just grab a little snack. And if I bump into her, um, she'll run like everybody out of the kitchen. I'll start like just humming the overcooked song, like do 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 do, just like, <laughs> like kind of like scurry on out of there. I love that game. What a what a special game that one is. Um, we're coming about to that time, Brandon. I don't want to put you too much on the spot because I I know remembering 2017 was was hard. <laughs> but is there, is maybe it's easier going in the other direction? What are what are some other things in addition to the things we talked about uh, with Mega Man and stuff? What are some things that are coming out this year that 
like do you pre-order games is like what do you what are you looking forward to with xbox being in the in the house i guess that's tough to i <laughs> i do see well, thieves i i'm there's no doubt i'm gonna play sea of thieves i've actually yeah. got a plan um I'm, I'm hoping to get a stream together i've got equipment that i have to buy before before that can happen mm-hmm. but i am i've got a specific idea that I want to do for a live stream, uh, like an ongoing live stream for Sea of Thieves. That's so I, I'm, I'm super excited <laughs> about that. Uh, <laughs> you're part can of the you, crew. Can you share? Oh, I uh, forgot to ask about the voices. Where do these voices come from? You always I, have this like voice I, on Pixel Falls. And that you know that's part of that's part of the idea of the ongoing stream. For uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to divulge too much, but uh, okay, yeah, okay. I I mean that's like a that's Stay a really. Tuned. Um, that's an idea I've been, I, I talked to Alex about this, like as soon as I saw Sea of Thieves, oh, really? uh, I talked to right Alex away. about this and I've been really wanting to do it, but, um, it's weird because every time I say out loud into the universe that I want to do something really badly, um, a thousand things come up, you know, real life kind of awesome. stuff. Yeah. Um, a thousand things come up like, uh, you know, the, my, my truck craps out and, but yeah, there's, there's a, a couple obstacles that I need to get over in order to do this, this stream. Mm-hmm. And I really, really desperately want to do it. Um, but Sea of Thieves is a huge one that I want to play oh, this year. I'm so intrigued, man. I can't wait to find <laughs> out what that is. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm a huge um, Red Dead Redemption fan. So oh, I'm really is. looking forward to Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a really big one for me. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, if that comes out this year. Uh, I'm, I'm a really big uh, CD Projekt Red um, fan. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I there's... To me, and I know a lot of people were saying that 20, 2017 was was a really big year, and I guess you know Switch played a huge role in that. Yeah. But to me, uh, as far as like my own personal tastes, twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen are are looking huge for me, and I'm <laughs> I uh, I'm worried about my my wallet for this year. But um, but the we'll kids are getting to be the age where maybe you can start getting back into like I don't know maybe maybe dominate the tv once again like, yeah it could be yours again yeah maybe. i can't wait to find out what this thing is i can't wait for red dead redemption 2 as well i i'm sort of like tempering my my hype a little bit because i don't know i was late to the game on that one i played that like way outside of the hype bubble i think i was probably four years later after it came out and just got to appreciate it for for what it was but now i'm sort of been so i didn't i didn't jump into the hype at the very beginning i played it and then i had my experience with it and then it's been a while since then so i've sort of like i know it's one of the best games i ever played but aside from somehow even acknowledging that i'm still not like ooh, red dead redemption but i, I can't wait to play it's a weird space it's occupying a weird space in my mind well, see the the other aspect of it that that I've really been considering is I've seen I've seen what is capable with GTA Online, and mm-hmm. I think of putting mm-hmm. that into this universe, which I'm really hoping that they have fleshed that out entirely. And mm-hmm. I can imagine like you know a group of us uh, taking a posse to go Ooh, go yeah. take out this random guy that's got a wanted. Uh, uh, a wanted poster on him. So um, that's yeah, the I, problem. I didn't have any like idea at all of what I wanted out of a sequel for Red Dead Redemption. I haven't gone into GTA Online, and I didn't. I haven't played it recently enough to think 
like what were experiences there that I want more of. That's what you just described. Yes. Now, now I'm getting hyped, but maybe this is. You played GTA, right? I played through the single player of the, of GTA five back on 360. Right. And I have GTA five, but I haven't, I don't know. Do I need to go through like a tutorial or something for, for online? Cause I want to jump in with, with some people at some point here and find out what, what is, what's going on with GTA five. You have it on, you have it on Xbox. Yep. Well then, yeah, we should all get together because I know NATO plays, and I we've been trying to get Alex to play. So oh, let's go. Could, yeah, I think we could get some folks together and Ooh. probably get you up to speed pretty quickly. That's what um, I want to hear. Yes, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like some sort of you know uh, multimillionaire or something on it, but I I, I uh, have played enough to to. Um, to know what's fun and, and that sort of thing. I'm still kind of behind the curve because they just mm-hmm. came out with a, a, another huge DLC, which I think is amazing. Um, oh, but I need uh, to jump in. what I thought was like, I loved jumping into destiny too when I did, because everybody was still kind of like learning what was going on, but there's also people who had experienced the first one all the way through. And I found myself in like this really nice spot of people who are willing to guide me along, but I had played enough of the first one and enough of the second one to, hold my own i need to be i need to be comfortable in my gta 5 or my gta online skin i think before i even jump in with other people it's a weird it's a weird thing for online games PUBG was was similar too i I felt very uncomfortable playing with other people who were like really good even though like they weren't being mean or anything i just did i felt kind of dumb so i need to spend maybe just like a half an hour just to find out like what is it and remind myself how does grand theft auto control because it's pretty pretty unique yeah, and I think I think part of that is, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm the type of person, and I can be really annoying sometimes. But I'm the type of person if I'm jumping into a new game or a game that's new to me, mm-hmm. I will I'll ask I'll ask questions in a heartbeat. Like, I'm not I'm not shy about that. That's at the all. better way to do it. No, my way is worse. My that, that's <laughs> mine's, mine's silly and dumb. But at the same time, you know, I, I think that's brought me uh, brought me to a point where I try to be as helpful as possible. So um, I, I think it's really important. Like people can ruin a game for you. Like that's if you jump thing. in with the wrong thing, wrong mm-hmm. people, they, they can just completely ruin a game for you. Mm-hmm. I don't like so. it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, well, I freaking where can people actually find out when you finally announce what you're what you're up to with Sea of Thieves? Where can people find you on the internet? Is it something you'll, you'll announce on the on the show? Where can people find all of your your great stuff? Well, um, you can check us out at, at Pixel Pulse Radio. Uh, we're at OK Beast now. Uh, we're part of the OK Beast Network. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter at Digital Underscore Visions. Um, yeah. Come interact. I, I talk about all sorts of things, so I don't just talk about games, but I, I do marketing for a living, so I talk a lot about marketing, and I talk about just general dumb stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, come uh, come hit me up on Twitter, and and, uh, and that's about it. I, you know, uh, wh- whenever, if the, uh, if the stream thing happens, uh, you'll hear about it on OKBeast for sure. Uh, and I will be definitely spreading the word on that because i can't wait for this the the hype is building well i appreciate that i just can't wait to grab some rum and play some silly pirate games with people on the internet this is going to be amazing brandon thank you so much for adjusting today for me and and being patient with my uh inability to tell time zones thanks for for the chat today man this is awesome well thanks so much for having me i appreciate it 
I can't believe that just happened. I was so glad that Brandon was able to deal with my total ineptitude with time zones. So thank you so much to Brandon. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, if we missed it, just at the end there, digital underscore visions, please go give a follow. And if you haven't already, as if as if you're not already subscribed to Pixel Pulse Radio, go go support over there because you might even just stop listening to this, really. It's just really great stuff. Uh, the music, I wanted to get maybe some some sea of thieves stuff because i'm getting a little jazz especially if that after that conversation um but what i did instead was uh stick with the rare theme we went with donkey kong country it's a terror plant at ocremix.org guys i wanted to remind you this might be a weekly thing i wanted to let you know that it has officially been 3380 days since i was able to change my psn name from nothing to awesome schlong uh, so hopefully one day we can reset that to zero when I'm actually able to change it to Sean like Connery Capri like the pants, like everything else. So I can be a normal person on PlayStation 3,380 days with the same stupid ass PlayStation name. Thank you guys. Regardless, thank you for listening and subscribing and sharing with all of your friends and your, your parents and your grandparents and your children and their children and so on and so forth. Uh, you can re- leave a review on iTunes. It helps out a ton. And subscribe at youtube.com slash we the nerdy. Maybe we'll monetize one day. Who knows, guys? Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. And follow the website, We the Nerdy and the show, We the Gamercast. It helps a ton. It allows me to give things away, like in the show notes. Sleeping Dogs is there for you. Go take it. It's yours. Take um that's a line from a movie. Maybe Troy? It's yours. Is that Brad Pitt's line? Thank you to our artist, Gary Gray, from last week, and Adam Leonard, and our video designer, Antonio Guillen. This show is powered by the Dayspace Network of Podcasts, where you can find a whole bunch of other shows, like the Xbox Drive, where I drive through McDonald's and grab a coffee, and then we talk about Xbox. And this this last week was beefy, man. We had a whole ton of news. Finally, Xbox is, is getting on it. And next week, I hope to update you guys. Tonight, I will be playing PUBG four players in the same house it's gonna be ridiculous i'm totally gonna geek out over that tomorrow on the gaming gurus which is the other show that i do with bobby pauls and toby thornton i almost said toby thornton which actually plays into the whole list that i apparently am talking uh that that grouchy surge pointed up thank you for that grouchy otherwise this is episode 126 of we the gamer cast it's now in your ears and your eyeballs thank you again for listening i will be back next week i hope you're there too now it's time for jason jason Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!